Fat Laparka does a tope and his belly, like <laughs> he makes it by a belly hair. And I'm not even kidding. Like it looks like it shaves off like his, his belly hair. What's up? <laughs> Skull Captain is in the, his house. <laughs> who needs the one four? Who needs the four one one? When you got the one four one four, that is one four. What the homies? One for <laughs> me and one for my homies. Welcome to Two Dollars Take a Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Cookie. What's up? Big Mike. Hello, hello. And actually in studio, Tolbear. Chairman's clocking in. Chairman is clocking in. My homies, the Skull Captain, right here. Uh, folks, we're actually going to do a LaParka episode today. I know that we've, we've put it off for probably three to four months at this point. <laughs> Every two weeks, we're like, uh, yeah, we're not going to do it. We also had a, a couple weeks off. We had Mother's Day last weekend. We did. How was uh, your very first experience? It was good. as a mother. It was <laughs> it was very nice. I uh, I opted for diamonds and gold in uh, form of a ring for Mother's Day for the first one. Oh, yeah, what is it? Sure. So you went to you you oh you got jewelry? For, yes. For Katie. Yeah. Gotcha. So yes. Figure I play it safe. Uh, she loved it, and then we got together with Mike and his family, and uh, some some of the mothers of the rugby team, Travis, and his lovely wife uh, came out too, and we did a little country boil, cooked up some crab legs, and uh, drank some beer, did it up. Sounds delicious. Uh, were you able to? Uh, hold on, real quick. Let me let me adjust your your mic a little bit. Were you able to 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 do some yakitori? Um, uh, no, but we did grill chicken. That's not yakitori. Well, it kind of is. Okay. It's the literal translation of it. Oh, it's grilled. <laughs> Just grilled. I did not know that. I need a. That, that's not a part of the the professional wrestling uh, lingo. Well, we did, but we Come on, up, we had a lot of food. We kind of filled up on crab legs, and that was a that was my dinner late no, night. That was mm. nothing like coming home to some <laughs> leftover chicken, <laughs> leftover crab legs, or chicken. We ate all crab legs. Uh, so, anything else? Did you, I know that that last week you had the return of n- not the Jedi, but the Wookies did come back. Oh, the man. Wooks. How was that? Did you have any Wook stories for so us? So much stuff has happened in the past few weeks. Yeah, right? like uh, it's, all, it's all blending together. You had family reunion before that. <laughs> I forgot you had a family reunion. Yeah, which uh, you know we haven't re- had a consistent recording schedule lately because of all this, but. Yeah, had a family reunion on my mom's side. Haven't been there since I was probably 15, 16 years old. Yeah, and so. it was was it one of those deals back in the day? You're like, who's that? She's kind of cute. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, that's your cousin. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I'm very aware of where, uh, my surroundings. Um, but, yeah, it was a good time. Got to hang out with more of the immediate family at the house. That was a good time as okay. well. Okay, yeah. Uh, but, yes, widespread did come back in town. And um, did you panic? No, it was, it was a little more subdued than it was last year. And I think really? the uh, pandemic had something to do with that. You know, everyone cooped up first show. They all just for the swarmed. first one. Yeah. 
but we did have some return characters as well. I'm like, oh man, I remember you from last year. And they come back in. They're like, oh, I love this bar. We were here last weekend or last year for the weekend. Like, Y'all kicked me out last year. <laughs> oh, this is where my titty fell out. I had a guy sit down. He was pretty high on mushrooms. <laughs> he proceeds to tell me the story how he kicked him out last year and how it wasn't his fault. And his friend <laughs> talked him into throwing something in someone's head. Oh, it was that guy. We <laughs> told that story last year. Um, and he said he was sorry, and he tipped me three hundred and fifty dollars. Holy shit! <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> oh my god, dude! The Wookie, the Wooks now are 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 rolling in the dough. They have all that. that Most that... of them are, man. You, it takes money to follow a band around the country and stay in hotel rooms and party. Uh, it so takes you're a telling... lot of money. So, so green shirt guy on <laughs> on WWE is the Wook of WWE. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so he, he's a trust fund kid. You know, he's able to go to every wrestling show in the front row. Uh, so, so looks are pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, just a bunch of, we had string cheese incident three days before widespread. So yeah. Had, all of downtown was just jam band kids for like a week and a half. That sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but we also have some friends that work in the hotel industry, uh-huh. uh, like maintenance and things like that. So you start telling the stories. It was Tuesday and some of these fuckers were still here. Oh, God. Just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just here. But also, I heard that that string cheese incident, it, it did get rained out. So like yeah. in the like after 30 minutes, because I was talking yesterday, I went to a one year old birthday party. Right. And I was talking to somebody that works security at these events. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's checking people as they come in and the guy comes in. And the guy has a like a glass thing of mushrooms, right? He's got like a whole thing of mushrooms. He's bringing he's trying to bring in past security. And the guy's like, I mean, the least I can say is that you're trying to bring food into this (laughs) venue. Like that's on the least scale, you know, like at, at the most you're trying to bring in a schedule one narcotic, you know, like so he's like, you can't bring that in. I'm not going to narc you out, but he can't bring it in. And as soon as he said that, the guy turns it up and eats the entire thing. Right. And he's like, he's going to have a very good concert. 15 minutes later, the concert's canceled. And this guy's standing there (laughs) with, with, he was just like housed an entire half a pound of, of mushrooms. And this guy's, Got nothing to, to have a release of his energy. You Guess know, I'm going downtown. <laughs> <laughs> you probably saw that guy last weekend. Probably did. <laughs> he was probably breaking into Orton's last night. You know, it's it's, it's one of those things. Oh, man. So yeah. good. Good to see you here. Uh, I'm glad that um, uh, while we were here, while we were getting ready, uh, Katie sent us a picture of a large turd that your baby sent. So, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> your yeah. child has I been that one. <laughs> yeah, glad you missed that one. So, so the fatherhood, everything is going well. It is. She's getting to the point where she's a little older, so I'm getting a little more freedom in the schedule, a little more wiggle room, if you will. She's taking two hour naps in the afternoon, which has changed my life. Change, yeah, I can I can totally see that. All right, Mike, uh, anything going on this week? Past three um, weeks, just, the last three weeks, no, just living life, existing. Right? Uh, we we like Tolbert said, we had a great Mother's Day. Um, it, it ate so much that like the, the problem was I ate so much at like one o'clock that day that I didn't eat anything the rest of the night. Yes. Didn't eat breakfast the next day. And by like lunchtime, I, I realized like I was like shaking and like not feeling good. I said, I haven't eaten anything in 24 hours. I need to like 
eat something. So had almost had an accident there. But other than that, um, an, an accident like yeah, like if you're hypoglycemic, like are you hypoglycemic? If I don't eat for 24 hours, I am. Oh, I guess. Oh, so I didn't know is is that can be anybody to be hypoglycemic. I mean, anybody's blood sugar can tank, especially again if you're you know out in the sun, sure. hanging out and not eating. That was right, the, right, right. So, uh, so Mike, I don't know if this happened. So our dogs attended the Low Country Boil. And, did uh, your dogs Opie, eat? I already know where you're going, and yes, it did happen. Yeah, Opie uh, can reach the table. Uh-huh. Um, and then my little dog, Snuffy, was there, and she was like the little bird that follows the rhinos around and gets the little pickings, which she's not getting. And at 3 a.m., she threw up and the bed. <laughs> my wife was trying to. <laughs> call yeah, me I woke down. up. I woke up. It wasn't in the bed but it was right around 3 a.m as well to the sounds of that like classic <laughs> animal vomiting now, and, now uh, that'll wake you up and you'll be real alert yeah. at any moment like that's any kind of like alarm can go off and i could probably sleep through it once an animal starts throwing up that noise that they start making you're up and you're awake and you're like where the hell are you? yeah luckily for me my wife uh found it first um, I heard it happen. I said, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it go. Yeah, I'm not gonna go hunting for this at three o'clock in the morning. Well, it's better than that than having your kids playing with it at six a.m. though. Oh god. True. That's true, but you know, you, you gotta pick your battles. You gotta pick your battles. Cookie, you came into town last weekend. We got to see a couple of us got to see you, but one of us had to do a uh, a family reunion. Yeah. Cookie, how was it to be able to come back to town and and see all, all, all your friends play some rugby? Tell me about alumni weekend. Man, alumni weekend was refreshing more than anything else. It was it was really good to be back and uh, be back at sea level. Yes. It's really good to, you know, not drink two beers and be fucked up because of the altitude. Well, is, is that good? I, I would think that you would be saving money uh, in, in Denver or. Yeah. Well, uh, Aaron, a, a beer here, you got to remember, is like, what, $15? Oh, so I, I think I was saving money. I definitely I know I was saving money. Actually, I went to the mall. I ended up going there at one point, bought like three shots, two beers and uh, something else. And it was only 25 bucks. I was like, wow. Wait, Cookie, you said this. It was refreshing because usually you're the most hung over I've ever seen you after alumni weekend. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> usually. It, but I would I, I think I'm going to give that title to Mike this year because Mike, whew, I don't know if you remember, bro, but that oh, Saturday yeah. night, you were we, gone. We were all tying one off the, on Saturday night. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. <laughs> I was... I was the most hungover the day before the game, which is probably one of the worst things that you could be. That but Friday? That Friday, yeah. Listen, Aaron, I, I I didn't even get a chance to tell you this, but that so Thursday, sorry. Yeah, Friday night, we go out uh, downtown, of course, and I'm getting all kinds of things like coffee shots. I'm getting Ugh. kamikazes and green teas, and I'm Ugh. drinking beers on top of that. Probably did a Jaeger bomb, too. Ugh. And at the end of the night, we end up going to Waffle House. I'm not bad. I'm not going to that. I like Waffle House. I, I mean, I love Waffle House. But, you know, when you spend two and a half hours there because the food is taking that long. Oh, God. Was it the one downtown? Yes, it was. 
It's, you would think that they would have like a system in place. It looks so nice. And then you go in and you see the roaches and you're like, oof, okay, maybe not. R.I.P. Soapbox. Yeah, R.I.P. Soapbox, <laughs> who I saw. I saw many a band at the Soapbox. That, that was a great location. I thought that it was going to be there forever. It was not. Uh, great place. Definitely a great place. But, um, yeah, all together, Alumni Weekend was phenomenal. I mean, every night we went downtown. Thankfully, I never went to the beach. I heard it wasn't that great anyway. Um, yeah, man, we just got any really- particular uh, stories from the game or, or after the game, anything fun going on. He doesn't remember. He Look, doesn't right? remember. <laughs> I was just I was just about to say, like, I'm trying to remember exactly. He just gave us the Homer Simpson on, on <laughs> rock bottom interview. Uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking about it. Like, uh, usually Dia, usually everyone does something crazy. And I'm like, yeah, this happened. We didn't really have that much, man. It was you're just getting older and you're maturing, Cookie. No, man, it, we can't. No, that can't be it. Next year, yeah. we're just going to have to go 10 times harder. Uh, do it, brother. And then you'll, yeah, go ahead. Go, go do it. Oh, no, yeah. I don't know, Aaron. Did, Aaron, were you at the game? You were at the game, right? Cookie, I was, yes. I bound on to you. In the scrum. Okay, yes. All right. <laughs> I, I, I was on your left hip on the, in yeah. the scrum. Yeah. Can I finish? All right. Yes. The clam juice at the game. Okay. Did you have any? No. You didn't have any? Okay. Well, Cookie, I don't I, I barely drink. Well, I didn't know if you had some or not, man. No. Well, we got listen, I was just gonna say I definitely had at least three or four of the cups of that shit, which is basically the same thing as Porch Walker. What's it called? Porch, porch Walker. Porch Crawler. That was the, uh, porch Crawler. The, the Porch Walkers were in uh, the, the, the Game of Thrones. Uh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the porch. My bad. The Porch Crawler is what I learned. It's basically the exact same thing. I had three of those, Aaron, and I do not remember it in my afternoon. There, there was a point in between that, that game and going downtown that I do not remember. Well, you and I, we, we had a couple conversations. We ate some barbecue together. Uh, I definitely talked to you for like 20 minutes after the game. Definitely. You definitely did. Now I do remember that. But yeah, we, we hung out at, like as friends, you know, <laughs> hey, look, very true. But what did Mike just say about uh, being out in the sun and not having really a lot to eat? And oh, you're you're hypoglycemic. Is that what exactly. you're telling me? That's the name of this episode. Hypoglycemia. <laughs> Well, we're finally back together. We're, we're finally doing an episode. Um, what happened? Did I do anything over the last three weeks? <laughs> Jasmine's birthday was yeah. Friday night. We took her out or, or Derek took us out and Derek got to uh, take us out to the Little Dipper. Jasmine got to pick where he wanted. Uh, she wanted uh, Derek to take us out to dinner. I should have Derek call in. I should have called him in. I I. I I wanted Derek to explain to us his first experience with a fondue. And it was very interesting because Derek had never had fondue. Derek didn't know how to cook the stuff. He just wanted to like, you know, he, he wanted to experience it with us. He was drinking his Corona, had a great time. And it, it was a good time. You know, you, you have a, a beautiful first course of delicious cheeses, breads, vegetables, things to dip within. Then you've got a meat course, and we had a delicious base of a um, – it was a Cajun base, like a Cajun broth Ooh. for our base, and we did a lot of seafood with it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have the uh, – it was amaretto and Kahlua and dark chocolate was our 
dessert. Sexy. Yeah, it, it was absolutely incredible. Some of the best fondue I've ever had. We went downtown. We went to Cape uh, Fear to go see Tolbert. Tolbert was not working, of course. And uh, we ended up having a shot. CC gave us a shot there that night. And then afterwards, we went and had a, uh, a nightcap over at Lula's. First time I got to Lula's in a long time. It has been a while. I miss me some Lula's. I, Lula's is always the yeah. best. Y'all so. miss me Friday because I went out Thursday night and I hadn't been able to just kind of my, my uh, sister-in-law is in town. So I was like, I'm going to old Tobes going to sneak away. And I got so hammered on Thursday. I was hungover all day long Friday. Oh, sad. we we failed to mention yesterday. Mike and I both went to the Highland Games. <laughs> yeah, you oh, did. yes. That, that was really interesting. Funny. Mike, you got to spend more time at the Highland Games. What 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 are your impressions on on the Highland Games? Um, I mean, it was something. Uh, There's a (laughs) lot of people that like to dress up and wear kilts and be proud of their Scottish heritage, which is cool. The events were interesting, but they're somewhat versions of your typical track and field things. So, and it's also not the most entertaining, like. You do, it, it doesn't seem like very organized in a way where you're like everybody's watching one event at one time and it becomes yeah, it like a big they, deal. They had them going in pods and like running three events simultaneously. So you're, you're ten, you get you tend to get drawn into the most visual one, which was either the wheat bag pitchfork toss thing or the <laughs> yeah, they throw a bag of wheat. <laughs> the essentially what would be a hammer throw but with like a, an actual like stick with a weight on the end of it. I was not as impressed with the log toss thing, the caber toss. Yes, um, that was terrible. That's the one you and obviously, generally think of when yeah, you think that game. they're going to like throw it. And no, it's and like this flip is, it over once and make sure it's laying straight. And this is a classic example of I probably would not do well with it, but I think I of all the events, that's the one I think I could easily master first. So, and so Mike, did, uh, did Hulk McHugan just beast every single event? Uh, he Hulk, wasn't competing. Hulk, <laughs> Hulk McHugan, I, I, I think he did compete, but he, uh, I think he was in the senior division. He did not um, do well. <laughs> did not well. qualify, <laughs> D&Q. When you, when you think of a barrel-chested Scottishman wearing his Hulk Hogan bandana, um, much like the Hulkster, was not very limber and did not appear very athletic. Um, and... This time was his theme song. I am a real Scottish man. Uh, yeah, play with bagpipes. Actually, (laughs) wait, wait, wrong guy. Wouldn't that be Rowdy Roddy? No, it's that's Hook McCugan. Uh, it was a good, it was a good time. I mean, you know, we got to see our boy Joe off, and Joe, Joe went ham. Yes, yes, Joe almost did not make it to the social last night. We had to get um, him to the Greek. We we taxed Byron, right? I, I pointed. I looked at Byron and said, "Get this man to the social because it's his first ever end of year social. He was getting an award. We needed to make sure he made it, um, and he did get there. But then he quickly left as soon as he got his award. <laughs> he needed to sleep. Yes, Cookie. Um, Aaron, real quick. Uh, I remember someone left a five star review. And I want to know who did it, Aaron. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, but uh, let me let me look at this five star review again and I will read it out loud. This is our, our we, we don't get a lot of reviews here. on $2 We don't get a lot of listens, podcast. especially when we take 
six months to do a La Parca episode. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, everybody being big La Parca fans, uh, you know, it, it, it they, they get a little anxious. Yeah. Uh, By the says, big La Parca fan, you mean uh, Travis. Oh, <laughs> we got another one. It says, I'm drunk, right? Five stars, five stars. Uh, I'm drunk, but Cookie could give it to me, and I would simply ask for more. A-plus in the bedroom and in the pod booth. That was by Garrett C., 1991. Shout out, Garrett. That's terrifying. <laughs> Cookie, you know, there you go. I thought it was Chase. So, Yeah, wait, is, is, uh, it, is it Garrett Chase McCougan? Uh, maybe. Night, born in 1991. Who knows? Was he? No, he was born in 93. Garrett C., who is Garrett C. Aaron? It's I don't so know. Cool. I don't know, brother, but but he's a fan of two dollar steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Let's talk about some Laparka, the, the real chairman. Uh, I, I'm going to mention this real quick. There are two Laparka. It, it's it's confusing, right? So there is Laparka that we grew up on in WCW. Laparka was actually an IP, which which was an intellectual property of AAA, right? So they owned the intellectual property of Laparka. When Laparka went to WCW, the guy in AAA who owned it and also the Laparka IP said, "I am going to make my own Laparka because this Laparka is not wrestling in America right now." So he had his own Laparka, right? So then there was two Laparkas, one that was an American audience. One that was a Mexican audience, LaParca. Over the years, they both kind of crossed paths a few times. The original LaParca renamed himself to L.A. Park and uh, had had some cool matches. We see two of his matches today, but we're also going to watch the Triple A LaParca. Anyways, it was very confusing. They had a whole clan. Like, there was a whole family. There's, like, Super Parka, LaParca Jr., like, like there's like a, a, a micro Laparka that was a lot of fun. Uh, so all this stuff, right? It's very confusing. Laparka that Cookie has a match of ended up passing away after an injury sustained in the ring, right? So he, he did a tope, jumped out, hit his neck or his head, was, was paralyzed, and then ended up dying because of these injuries. The other Laparka, who I call Fat Daddy Laparka, who's my favorite, right? He's still around, still wrestling, all this stuff. So now that I get to, I've, I've explained that, that there are multiple Laparkas. We are going to touch on both. Also, the original Laparka, Bobby Eaton was terrified of the original Laparka because Bobby Eaton saw him without a mask on and literally thought he was a demon because he was so ugly. And he Ooh. did not want to be around Laparka. And William Regal paid LaParka money to go sit in catering and stare at Bobby Eaton for hours. <laughs> it's an incredible story. It's on Chris Jericho's uh, uh, podcast, a eulogy of uh, Bobby Eaton. So anyways, let's talk about some LaParka. Matchup of the evening, we have got Laparka hmm. against Rush, not Getty yeah. Lee. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike. Right. Mike. Well, I, I didn't realize it was Rush. I thought it was Rush Mono. 
Oh, uh, it could be Rush Mono. Rush no, no, I think it's Rush because then it says Mono, um, Mono, Luca, Super, Estelar, Extrema, 16, Julio, tw- 2016. So that's um, July 16th. 2016. 2016. 2016. 2016. And this man is on in, man. Uh, on TV Azteca in what I want to say is somewhere in Mexico. I would, I would venture to say that you were correct. All right. So I will be honest. This... This had a lot going on. Yes. Um, I believe after watching it through three or four times that it is a two out of three falls match. I don't even know. I think it was just a one falls match and it it ends halfway through. But then they keep going. Um, Yes. This is anyway, it starts off immediate action right from the get go. Um, Rush is what I would say is a young athletic spry heel in this match. Good looking, um, almost like a Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah. And Laparca mm-hmm. is a thick boy. He's, he's, a, he's a little older. He's trying to get around a little bit, but he's thick. <laughs> he's got, uh, Mike, you can say he's got a gut. He's, he's got a gut. He's um, got a very large gut. It's it's pretty rotund. Um, And so <laughs> Rush rushes Laparca as he's walking down and immediately starts. That's where the video begins. They immediately get out into the crowd going back and forth. This is the first time we see it. And we see it a couple more times where Laparca just looks lost. He's <laughs> kind of confused. Um, he's casually just kind of walking around the outside in the fans. He gets back in. He just kind of puts his hand on the rail, like looks around, takes a breath. Um, I would venture to say that his blood sugar was low. It, there is a chance Ooh. that he was actually hypoglycemic at this point. And, you He's know, when when that happens, <laughs> when that happens, Jolly Rancher. you need you need to get these people some sugar. So Russ being the, the good person that he is, he attempts to rip off the Parker's mask so that he can get a sandwich and some crackers and juice into him. So, you know, get his blood sugar <laughs> back up. And uh, and he does actually succeed in ripping off the Parker's mask. And I will say it. It didn't. The crowd is hyped through the whole thing, um, and so it didn't really change the crowd hypeness, and it just became more of a distraction for me. Um, okay. So, so Rush gets his mask off, and then I remember vividly one time Aaron was just shitting on Adam Page uh, on AEW TV on a Wednesday because he like adjusted his knee pad before doing a move or, yes. or like after he landed on the outside. Yes. And the, the rest of this match is just Laparca trying to slightly adjust what's left of his mask. <laughs> because imagine like taking the mouth of a mask and ripping it in half, kind of like you're peeling an orange in half or something like that. And so the bottom is under his chin and around his mouth while the, the top of his mask head is now behind his back. Um, it's like in the movie Venom, like when Venom yeah, is like... Yeah. Uh, his head's coming out of venom, right? And so, but then the whole the rest of the match, the park is just casually readjusting his thing. Um, and you can obviously see what he looks like throughout the. And match. I and it's funny because like the way the park the park has got some nice long hair. He's a little thick. He looks a little older. The way the mask looks being shredded as it is, it reminded me of either the bad guy from Mad Max. With the big oh, mouth yeah, yeah, the one with the face and, thing, yeah. And the hair yeah. and all that yeah. sort of stuff. Or um, Darth Vader at the end of 
the attack of the where, clones. Yeah, where he, no, 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 where he's about to die in a fire on the Death Wait, Star. Return of the Jedi, the yeah, last he's one. Got, he's got the mouthpiece in. And, okay, anyway. yeah, I can see. So, like, that's all I could think of was both of those. Match is continuing on. We do get another outside scene. Um, this is where it gets a little awkward. And Leparka and Rush go up the ramp. We don't see what's going on because there's a security guard standing in front of the camera for no less than 25 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, when he eventually does get out of the way, you see Leparka walking back and you see Rush walking into the stadium in, in a way. And- <laughs> yeah, it's... He just disappears. Leparkin, having not received the juice and sugar that he needs to raise his blood sugar back up, he he does the confused wander around thing again. And I'm thinking like, okay, Rush is just going to come screaming down the ramp and or down these stairs and just tackle Leparkin or do something crazy. Instead, Leparkin gets on the inside of the ring. We're still waiting for Rush. And then he casually starts strolling down with what looks like a mailbox. Um, it looked like the heaviest mailbox in yeah, human history. At first, I thought it was a garbage can, but if you look at it, it's got four legs that elevate up the base and then the holes on the bottom. So I was just, I have no idea, but it, it looks like military surplus, um, very old, very heavy, very metal. And uh, he hits Leparka in the head with it. Um, that busts Leparka open and Rush is just living it up. The crowd is, continues to go wild. We get a little bit of actual wrestling inside the ring. This is where it gets really confusing because they get back outside. Laparka then gets said mailbox carrier thingy majiggy, hits Rush in the head with it. And then the referee lifts Rush's hand up like he won. And calls it. Yeah, I was confused about that. But then for the next seven minutes, they're still kind of wrestling. And like they're both bleeding. The Parker hits the thickest tope suicide I think I've seen since Keith Lee tried one. And, and um, I will say, when he goes through, his belly pulls the rope slightly, and it's an it's be- it's a beautiful thing. You can tell it, it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So they're wrestling again. We don't. I don't know what's going on. Can't speak Spanish. The Parker starts beating the shit out of Rush. People are throwing trash into the ring. <laughs> um, and then it like kind of just stops and then the park is like taking a bow and it looks like it's his retirement match and then it starts back up again right no 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 that's, it, it that's, ended after that one okay. that's and then they they kind of walk up the ramp and rush is like i don't know man it was just weird this is the one instance where normally i like the uh international wrestling we watch because you know you get you get you in a different kind of feeling i had so many questions I needed the I need them answered because, like, why is the guard? Why are they throwing garbage? What was that container? <laughs> why is Laparka hypoglycemic? What is going on? <laughs> why did the referee raise the other guy's hand? Yeah, why? Why did? Yeah, why did Rush's hand get raised? Uh, I mean, but by the end, they're both bleeding out their faces and doing drop kicks, and it's wrestling. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was confusing. entertaining. So confusing. Anything else, Mike? Any final thoughts? <laughs> no, <laughs> no final thoughts. Um, follow us at number two dollar steak underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Occasionally, we actually do submit some content. I think I had a Mother's Day post about Judy Bagwell Aww. on Instagram, and um, 
I said, happy Mother's Day to all the amazing women who go above and beyond when looking over their families. Oh, the classic picture of Judy Bagwell. And then I also had a, a tweet referencing Mother's Day. Didn't think I should phone it in. And uh, so this one was a picture of the. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Just looking at it again. Um, May, May Young in her hand. And I said. <laughs> Just want to give a helping hand to the Mark Henry and wishing May Young a happy Mother's Day. She's gone, but not forgotten. Um, that didn't get as much like movement as I thought it would. It's unfortunate. I think people just don't appreciate the quality that we cater to and 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 really provide the public. And I know. And 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 nowadays, you know, you've got everything going on with Twitter. It's a hell hall and yeah. uh, it's slowly gaining like we're at like 385 or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, we're doing well. And <laughs> we're not doing over, well. Instagram's over like 200 followers. So people like follow us, I guess. Thank you, Mike. Yep. <laughs> or whatever. All right, for another confusing matchup, uh, Cookie. Oh, yeah. You have got two men that have both have passed away after professional wrestling. Uh, Silver King against La Parca. You get AAA La Parca. Yes. Silver King had a heart attack in the ring a couple years ago in, in Great Britain and ended up passing away. And then La Parca, we, we mentioned it earlier, passed away after sustaining some injuries. But you've got a very interesting and kind of confusing matchup as well. It's chaotic. I enjoyed it. Cookie, uh, what did you get? Yeah, man. We uh, First off, we got drama off the bat. Uh, we start this match with a, a very intense video package. And you see some very familiar names. Am I right, Aaron? Like, yeah, I, I loved it. There was like Octagon Jr. There was X-Pac. There was Psychosis. It was everyone. It, it felt like all the American, uh, well, no, oh, American Conan as, as well, well, right? Yeah, Conan was also there. And Vampiro? They, yeah, and Vampiro. All the big WCW guys that you can think of in the late 90s were pretty much a part of this um, organization of bad guys, international, if you will. Uh, the uh, I think it was Legion Extranjera. I can't really, I can't pronounce it. But essentially, it was just an international club of bad guys. And uh, off the rip, guys, uh, basically you translate what went down. Essentially, Laparca and Silver King, they were Amanos. They were brothers in arms against the radical international regime of Conan, X-Pac, and all these other guys. And then Silver King turns on Laparca mm. and joins forces with the bad guy, Conan. Mm. And, you know, he, he gives this very emotional uh, promo, Laparca does, where he says, you know, you said we were brothers, and what do you want from me? And it reminded me of the famous promo from Sid Vicious mm. where he just goes, why me? Mm. Why me? Mm. And that's how LaParca felt. He said, why <laughs> me? And in a very tearful way. Wait, wait, wait. Vente uno. Yes. <laughs> Vente uno. Porque. 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 Oh, man. It was very funny. Silver oh, no, King, it, was, it was 22. Excuse me. Vente dos. Yeah, it was 22. <laughs> but close enough. They know what we're talking about. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Silver King's response to this. He basically says, what do I want? I want your head, bitch. That's, that's <laughs> what he says in Spanish. <laughs> Pretty fucking badass. 
Anyway, that's pretty much the gist of this match. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the countdown. Two bit arrivals, La Parka from AAA and Silver King. Uh, cookies, top four, number one. Uh, first off, La Parka comes out to a song uh-huh. and, uh, that I know they definitely did not have or buy the rights to. You know this- they did not buy the rights to this because this is probably one of the most expensive artists <laughs> that you could possibly uh, license. 100%. It's, it's Thriller by Michael Jackson. The yes. 1985 pop hit. There's no way that AAA down in Mexico bought the rights to this. But who knows? Maybe maybe LaParka knows some people. He does not. Yeah, probably not. Um, and then Silver King comes down the aisle. Wait, wait, you 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 failed to mention that LaParka had the most beautiful dance I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I missed it. I did. I skipped that part. He does the greatest half-ass MJ impersonation <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. A little two-step here and there. Little, he tr- I think he tried to do the moonwalk, Aaron. <laughs> it was beautiful, whatever he did. And the lights are flashing. It, it's an experience. It is. It is an experience. And what made this an even better experience was Silver King and the music that he chose to come down to. Maybe the second most expensive licensing. Has to be. Uh, smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. <laughs> it actually smells like Teen Spirit. Like 100. It, this is not like the WCW, like, shitty version that DDP came down to. No. This is, this is actually Nirvana. He heard Kurt Cobain and everything. But he comes down with who but Psychosis. That's right. Another member of this uh, international gang. Cartel? Ooh. Is it a cartel? I would say it's a cartel. Who knows, Aaron? I don't want to get into that, man. I'm not trying to get a... I don't even know. I'm not trying to get beat up or something like that. Anyway, um, this match already, uh, already has three cookies, Aaron, just from the introductions alone. <laughs> they made my night. Let's go to the next one. Number two. Aaron, what, did you enjoy the psychology behind the ripping of the mask? Uh, I mean, like, I see it in all three matches that we have today. So <laughs> I did the first time I saw it, and then it kind of just lost its, its, its luster. Well, I did. Um, I, I was obviously the best person on the podcast this week because I only watched my match. I didn't watch anyone else's. Um, <laughs> and I say that sarcastically because I was just like, I honestly watched this like 10 minutes before the podcast. But anyway, I thought the psychology behind the ripping of the mask was pretty cool. Uh, it was the biggest heel move ever, the ultimate disrespect. And Aaron, I don't know what was going on with the referee, but I think the referee was a heel as well because mm-hmm. he grabbed LaParka. And yeah, I don't know. He, he grabbed him and even LaParka grabbed the ref's hand before he counts to three. The greatest babyface move ever. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of psychology here. Um, the wrestling beyond that was pretty mediocre, Aaron, if I'm not. Yeah. Honest. But you got the intro. That's true. We do still have the intro. Still sitting at three, uh, three cookies. Uh, yeah. You, you have to give it at least three for the, for the non-licensing licensing. A hundred percent. Number three. Uh, those chair shots from Silver King. They were absolutely ruthless. Um, and that unprotected. Is, very unprotected. And at this point, LaParka's mask is like half hanging off. So like basically the same thing that happened in Mike's match where you got the thing basically hanging like around his neck. He looked like Shredder from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Um, Or Smoke if you played Mortal Kombat. My Mortal Kombat. I I remember Smoke or Noob Cybot. Ooh. Also, yes. I I, I only know this because Tolbert and I in the middle of the pandemic watched the Mortal Kombat film. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> we did. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. terrible. <laughs> you know, I rewatched it, and at first I thought it was so cool, and now I'm just like, mm, 
It's not that great. Not good. No, not good not at good. all. So you, you guys were you guys are spot on on that. We had nothing to do. Yeah, there was literally like Tobert's business is closed and Mortal Kombat is on the TV. And we we Tobert rolled, rolled a joint, smoked a joint. And I, I went to uh, pick us up some lunch and uh, we watched some Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But wasn't an experience. Uh, sure. I cherish it. <laughs> <laughs> I do say that uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong was vastly underrated in, in the yes. uh, that was the other film that we watched <laughs> yeah. during the pandemic. Very fair. Uh, speaking of movies, I will say Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Good. I Definitely. loved it. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Um, but yeah, so uh, everyone at home can definitely tell how great this match was because now we're talking about Marvel characters and superheroes. That's right. <laughs> this match was low-key god-awful. Uh, anyway, let's go to the next one, Aaron. Number four. Um, this match had a very WWE finish, and this kind of brought the rating down, not going to lie to you. The Laparca and Silver on the outside battling it out. Psychosis is intervening, basically helping out Silver King. No disqualification yet. Uh, but for some reason, the ref starts to count. There's no, mm-hmm. there's been no disqualification, even though uh, Laparca got hit in the head three times with a chair. Right. God forbid. Um, yeah. So Laparca does like a basically does a plancha over this barricade on the king and psychosis. Um, and while they're out there, they're ignoring the referee's count. He ends up counting to ten. I say acceptable plancha over the barricade, but Parker damn near blew out both of his knees. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say something about how, it, you know, this Laparca has a lack of bunnies, did not very, did not jump very high. Yeah, um, it also, it cost him a cookie. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it, cost, it cost him a cookie. There was not a lot of athleticism. Silver King does like a moonsault at one point in the match, but that is like the height of any kind of top rope maneuvers or feats or anything like that. You know, it was a decent match, Aaron. There's no honorable mentions either. That's how. Yeah, All right. I get it. But, Aaron, those interests alone. Three. At least three. Gave this, gave this match three and a half cookies. All right. Three and a half cookies. Three and a half cookies. Not bad at all. I love Nirvana and I love Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't pay for him. No, not at all, Aaron. And when I, when I had LimeWire back in the day, guess who I was downloading? Yes, Michael. me too. 100%. All right, for our final matchup of the evening and a preview of next week's episode, uh, I guess you kind of understand who our, our other competitor is going to be next week. Sabu, possibly. Sabu. <laughs> we Sabu, have, Sabu, Sabu, Sabu. We have got L.A. Park against the one, the only Sabu. So this is uh, WCW's. No, this is right. MLW. MLW. I mean, I mean, is the same Laparca. Yes, yes. This is WCW Laparca. Yeah, and he's. This is post ECW yes. for Sabu. But Joey Styles is on the call. Though. He is. Yeah. So this is MLW. Pretty uh, large crowd. It looks like a typical ECW crowd. A little smaller, but yeah. still well, a decent crowd. <laughs> At one point, there is one guy, and I swear to God, he smiles, and he's only got one tooth. And I'm like, <laughs> that guy is totally. Philly trash. So, so we got we got Sabu and uh, Laparca setting it off. The chairman comes in with his chair, of course. Yes, you know Sabu comes in uh, with his chair, of course. Yes, both known for their chair work. Yes, um, it's what they live by. Yeah. So um, th- th- this I felt was a very apropos, uh, uh, you know, matchup between the chairman yeah. 
and and the the king of chairs, uh, Sabu. Yeah, the beautiful touch to the matchup. Yes, I, yeah. I knew exactly how this was going to go <laughs> right from the start because Sabu it has a hatchet man on his pants <laughs> and he's wearing it as his turban is the American flag. <laughs> I forgot that he had the turban, the American flag turban. <laughs> and of course, uh, in his corner, Bill Alfonso with, oh with the whistle. Which oh, Willie, <laughs> Willie. So right off the bat, uh, LaParca mocks Sabu a little bit. You know, he sets his chair up. You know, he's like king of the chair. And then immediately Terry Funk style throws it straight at yes. Sabu and yes. smacks him with it. It's great. Then we get like a little Mexican standoff with mm-hmm. the chair. A between, literal Mexican yeah, Between Sabu and LaParca. Um, I just love uh, the way LaParca acts out his actions sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant, you know. <laughs> and, it, and it's fun. It's it's threatening, but not threatening because there's a man in a skull skeleton costume like, yeah. doing it. So <laughs> yeah, it's not as threatening. He, he, how, how emotions like, hey, I'm putting down my chair. It's like those Come old on. videos where people would like turn the light off and they're wearing the yeah. glow in the dark things and you just <laughs> see the bones dance. Which Sabu immediately responds with tossing his chair straight at him, which he does dodge. And then, Aaron, we jump right into some amazing chain wrestling. What the for hell? Guys at this age. Um the commentators do mention how good Sabu looks. He is ripped. Dude, is I have jacked. never, I have never Dude. seen Sabu this like, like vascular and massive. Yeah, he is like- absolutely jacked. And Leparga looks to be in pretty good shape as well. But they go at it. I mean, just amazing chain wrestling, you know, uh, and they end in camel clutch variations, just teasing each other with Sabu's move, the camel clutch. Beautiful little start to the match. And then they just, you know, you know what? We got that out of the way. Yeah. Time to get fucking hardcore. Well, I heard like one fan go, this is boring. And I'm like, <laughs> this is amazing. This, this is something you never see. Yeah. You know some mean? of the best chain wrestling I've ever seen Sabu do. Yeah. <laughs> this guy who, who is not known for this sort of thing is doing some amazing work. Laparka, not known for chain wrestling. They're doing really good mat based stuff. And it's awesome. But And then, of course, drunk <laughs> one tooth guy thinks it's boring. Uh, there are a lot of ECW fans and the crowd. <laughs> yes. uh, we already have some tables set up uh, ar- around the ring already. But uh, before we get to that, it goes straight to the outside, not outside of the ring, over the rails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, we get a little Irish whip uh, from Sabu. He kind of counters a move. He's going to do like a little two tope and Sabu flips him with his foot and he barely misses the table. Uh, cracks through it, does break the table, but lands straight on his ass to the concrete. It was disgusting. It's insane. Sabu flips him over the rail. The rail is all over the place. Crowds running everywhere. Uh, Sabu goes off the top rope over the rail. Yes. Into the crowd. It's amazing. These guys are hurling themselves everywhere. At one point, I think uh, LaParca reciprocates off the top rope yes. to the outside. And then uh, doesn't he, he Irish whip Sabu into the railing and the railing goes just from flying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it fly. it's like pretty much ringside. They continue on to the point where the, the fans just kind of move it back themselves. Yeah. So you see them all. Oh, I guess we got to do this guys. Um, at this point, Sabu goes for the scissors. We end up outside the ring. Somehow scissors come out of nowhere. He's uh, he's, he's got uh the Parker at his mercy and then starts just jabbing him in the forehead mm. with scissors. We do get the rip mask, of course, not mm-hmm. quite as much. Uh, I think uh, Sabu's just going for a little bit of blood. 
Uh, it turns into a lot of bit of blood. Yeah, this is like <laughs> Cody Rhodes level, yeah. blood, Dustin Rhodes level blood. La Parka is bleeding everywhere. It's all over his forearms, all it's over the ring. Like yeah. they're all over the ring. <laughs> you just see the little drip drips, like the plop, 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 plop. And you're like, yeah. oh, Jesus. And I, and I will say after like it, w- when the match ends for you, uh, you could see immediately a man walk up with a with a mop. <laughs> start, you know, I guess this you know, wasn't the main event. Maybe, maybe somebody else had to wrestle. Somebody else had to wrestle on that mat yeah. after. It was that. like it was like a guar show yeah. after math. <laughs> which oh, I will be seeing again soon in yes, Chicago. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> and I cannot wait. Uh, but yes, bleeding everywhere. But we get back to the match. I'm thinking this is going to finish soon. But no, we see. Uh, Tornado DDT from Sabu just driving his head into the mat. We see stiff shots, stiff chair shots. There's no protection on any of these shots either. No. I mean, just straight to the head. Uh, we get uh, we get a hurricane run off the top rope. Dude, Laparka is just taking a beating, and Sabu just keeps on coming. Uh, we end the match with his classic moonsault off the chair, off the top rope, pinning Laparka. Uh, Alfonso comes to Sabu's... Uh, aid with some water. He says, no, check on La Parca. <laughs> Alfonso, yeah, Alfonso gives them mm-hmm. some water. Uh, they reluctantly have a standoff where they eventually shake hands and mutual respect because this is one of the most hardcore matches yeah. you've given me in a while. Yes, Cookie. Aaron, this was one of those matches where you could tell how fucked up La Parca was when he just takes a knee in the middle of the match. <laughs> just, yeah. just sits there just like, yeah. <laughs> like at this point, like I'm watching this match and I'm like, all right, Sabu, Park, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Not what I expected. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. And it like it, it was it Dude, was we rough. Get, I was yeah, failed to mention we get a guillotine leg drop. Yeah. Again, from Sabu has uh, Leparka laid out off the top rope guillotine leg drop through the table after he missed that first table. Mm. Jesus Christ. There's blood everywhere. Chairs everywhere. Tables everywhere. Uh, proper match. Sabu match. Yeah, proper Sabu match. So I have a feeling next week's gonna be pretty bloody. I'm gonna try to find the least. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to 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 swerve you, bro. Good Just luck. kidding. Nah, we're we're gonna have traditional <laughs> traditional Sabu matches. Thank God. Someone's getting Terry Funk and Sabu. I know. It. Oh my God. Yeah. I, if I can find the Sabu and Terry Funk um, barbed wire uh, match, we we might get that next week. Ooh. We might get that. All right, uh, Tolbert, uh, hit me with your haiku. The boys get hardcore. Sabu opts for arts and crafts. <laughs> Laparka rains blood. Mm. Raining blood with Laparka. Yep. That's mm. it. Another episode of $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. Thank you once again. And we'll talk to you next week or whenever we feel like recording again. Yeah, whatever. One or the other. Whatever life allows us to do so. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough sure. these days. It is.